to the first ever Box podcast. On today's podcast, we have things ranging from Cyberpunk 2077 to what's the hottest, latest stuff going on with phone apps and games. We'll also talk about gaming news, latest things that are happening this week. If you're wondering what Box is, because frankly, it's not a normal word, nor is it one single language. It's actually Japanese and English. Hito means hit in Japanese. So our website is actually Hitbox. If you're wondering what Hitbox is, uh, we'll have to explain that at another date because I could get into a long conversation and really technical about gaming and all the intricacies of what goes on behind the scenes when something like a 2D fighting game happens and how the characters on the screen interact with each other when they're fighting. But let's move on to what we're here to talk about today. First, let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077. I know that game's kind of been in the news ad nauseum for several months now. A lot of it negative publicity. As you may know, the game released with a lot of bugs and technical difficulties, especially on the older systems that are released for that, quite frankly, it shouldn't have released for. But it did nonetheless, and lots of people refunded. It got taken off of stores, etc., Um, Unfortunately for all those players, they didn't get to really experience Cyberpunk, whereas people on PC got quite better of an experience. Personally, I played that game non-stop upon release on PC without really any issues, minus a few things here or there, animation-wise or sound issues. Didn't ever have any crashing, but my experience was a lot different from what other people may have had. I actually loved the game a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't feel that way, and I feel like it's gotten a lot of unfair publicity. Obviously, some of it warranted, but a lot of it is unfair, whereas a lot of older games, especially games like Skyrim and a lot, several others, had lots of launch issues as well. Like Bethesda is known for that, for crying out loud, yet Cyberpunk has a perfect game in Witcher 3 and then releases a new IP and frankly they can't catch a break which is kind of sad but that's neither here nor there Uh, what's going on with them recently is that the entire company has been locked out of their computers supposedly and the artists are unable to actually work on the game and create new updates and fix things that have been going on with the game the hacker supposedly locked them out of their computers so they're unable to do anything which quite frankly uh, could be nice for them as CD Projekt Red had a lot of known issues with overworking their employees so they just got possibly a two-week vacation who knows if they actually got the vacation but hopefully they got the time off instead of having to come to work every single day to do nothing, twiddle your thumbs, I don't know, work on ideas for how to fix Cyberpunk and maybe add in some new things. The bad part is that Cyberpunk was scheduled to get some DLC coming up, and that looks like that is going to be delayed, and things are going to start repeating themselves here with the game. Quite frankly, I think this game might turn into a lost cause because... By the time they actually get around to fixing everything and adding things, people will have moved on. Let's move on here and talk about another company, 
that has a lot of news that came out last week. Nintendo. Nintendo had their Nintendo Direct and announced several games that are coming out later this year. Something quick for Super Smash Bros. and its DLC is is Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the two characters Pyra and Mithra coming to Smash later this year. That'll be in the Fighter Pass that's going on for Fighter Pass 2 DLC. Not to be confused with the first DLC pass. This is sold separately. Let's talk about some of the bigger hits, one of which is Monster Hunter Rise, which is a new game from the company that brought you all the other Monster Hunter games that you know and love. At this time, this is exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. We also have Splatoon 3, the sequel to Splatoon 1 and 2. Dahito Captain Obvious, right? Mario Golf Super Rush because that's what we all really want, is another golf game from Mario, I guess? Sure. A game called Knockout City, which is kind of like Jet Set Radio Future, if you remember that game all the way back from, what, that must be Dreamcast? Which was then eventually ported to, what, Xbox, PC. So if you can, you should check that game out on Steam or Xbox, because that is a pretty fun game. There's a new game called Neon White, which is pretty trippy and weird. Um, It looks kind of out of the norm for a Nintendo IP. Something kind of like Dishonored meets that Nintendo GameCube game 7, I think it was called. And I guess there's a bunch more games that are either just ports or bundles or things you may have already known about. I can quickly just rattle those off here. We got Fallout Guys, we got Outer Wilds, we got Famicom Detective Club, The Missing Air, and The Girl Who Stands Behind, Samurai Warriors 5, Legend of Mana Remastered. We have Tales from the Borderlands, which disappeared for quite a while due to legal issues. I'm not sure if that was on Telltale's end, a company that doesn't exist really anymore, or Gearbox, which is known for a lot of terrible business practices and things, and I won't even get into Borderlands 3, which is a hot mess for a lot of reasons, and maybe someday I'll dedicate a podcast to Gearbox and Borderlands 3 for just how angry I was with that game, but that's for another day. Then we also have games like Capcom Arcade Stadium, Stubbs the Zombie, which is, oh my gosh, that's a game from like early 2000s that was on PC. No More Heroes 3. I did miss one. There is a new game called DC Superhero Girls Teen Power, which kind of looks like if the female DC superheroes were Powerpuff Girls, sort of. Kind of weird, fun looking game. Metopia, some updates for Animal Crossing New Horizons, which a lot of people will be looking forward to that. A game from Square Enix called Project Triangle Strategy, which um, that name is a bundle of hot mess. Luckily, that's just a working title, so hopefully they name it something better than a child's puzzle. Then we have Star Wars Hunters, a new game from LucasArts, World's End Club, and Hades, but just the physical release, the digital copy is already available. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which includes Ninja Gaiden Sigma 1 and 2, 
Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. So that'll be all in one collection, which would be really nice because I think that's the first time any of these games have been over to the Nintendo side of things. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, that's, that's an interesting one because Ninja Gaiden, those were on the Xbox, and I remember when I played them back in the day, those were kind of like the Souls difficulty before Souls was a thing. Then we got some Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass, and Bravely Default 2 will be coming, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, Apex Legends, a big one was actually Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, which will be the port of the Skyward Sword from the Wii, Wii U era, and port it over with hopefully better looking textures, a little bit kind of fixed up a bit for the Switch. Also with that release was a custom theme controller for the Switch, with the Joy-Cons, uh, with the Zelda theme, with the shield and sword being on each side of the Joy-Cons. And that was pretty much everything that Nintendo announced at the Direct. I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of those, as uh, Skyward Sword is one of those games that I skipped, and I played basically every other Zelda game in the franchise, and I just didn't get it because I didn't have a Wii U, and I wanted nothing to do with that. Uh, I look forward to getting a chance to actually try that out soon, so that looks super awesome. And that's it for Nintendo's Direct last week. Nintendo had a new live stream today, which announced Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is an open world game, kind of like the one that already is, exists. If you played Pokemon Sword or Shield or the Pokemon Let's Go uh, Pikachu or Eevee, it is akin to those. It is more open world than all of those, so hopefully this keeps pushing the franchise in a better direction, kind of like Breath of the Wild. Even though I didn't actually love Breath of the Wild as much as almost everybody, because I actually do like the old style of the developers actually focusing in on themes for dungeons in the world and really crafting it really well versus where you get this open world nothingness of hills and grass and blah. I really felt like Breath of the Wild is more like this giant open flat landscape with uh, set pieces basically placed around it for you to go to which just really took me out of the Zelda experience and even that that they had to change the music to be more subtle and loopable versus like the really themed extravagant orchestral music you typically get in a Zelda game but hopefully this makes it feel like the Pokemon are really alive in the world versus here's a single path with some grass next to it with Pokemon populating within. Then it looks like we're also getting a remake of Diamond and Pearl, which some people might love, some people probably just won't care. We'll see how it goes. It That will be more like the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu versus more of the open world Breath of the Wild kind of sword and shield take. And of course, one live stream event isn't enough, so we get Sony doing their own live stream event, announcing a few things. One of the biggest is that Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting an update for the PS5 called Integrade. That'll add some new content and an appearance by Yuffie. If you already have the PS4 copy, that'll be free for you to upgrade for the PS5 version. That will include the content. But if you get it through PlayStation Plus, 
you unfortunately won't be able to get that upgrade. And I'm just going to speed roll kind of through these other things because I'm kind of sick of just rattling off game names essentially for you in this podcast. So let's just quick speed burst through it. Got Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, coming as an exclusive upgrade when it launches for the PS5. Returnal coming. Knockout City, which I also mentioned was for the Switch coming out. Sifu, which is another game by the team behind Absolver. Then you have Solar Ash. Some new footage of Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. And then you got the new Oddworld Soulstorm coming. And then what looks really sweet is Kena Bridge of Spirits, which kind of looks like Pixar made a video game, which is not the case, but it looks that way, and it looks really freaking sweet. Then we have the old Death Loop, which looks like a weird knockoff of Dishonored, which is done by the same studio, Arcane Studios. But if you made Dishonored multiplayer and just went crazy with all the powers. And that's kind of it for all the new games and IPs coming to, well, I guess that would just be PlayStation and Nintendo. Quite honestly, I don't tend to do a lot of things on Xbox because most of their games get ported to PC now. And quite frankly, I don't really find the Xbox to be all that spectacular because most of their games are multi-platform and the few things that they do have that are unique to the console really are like Halo and Gears of War, which is like, uh, how many versions of those are we going to still need? So I don't tend to really focus on it. I don't have anything really against it because, like I said, I've owned Xboxes before um, and I have a PC, so I do get Xbox games that come to the PC. But it really just comes off as Nintendo and PlayStation tend to have a lot more really unique new IPs coming to them. I know I just totally alienated a few of you out there, but... When Microsoft just gets more new IPs and games that are interesting, then I'll switch and focus on them more. And yes, somehow that statement just turned into a Nintendo pun about Microsoft. You know, you'll switch to Microsoft. Get it? Yeah. All right, cool. So typically, as a website, Heathobox.com doesn't actually focus on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation 4 slash 5. Typically, we do deals for all those systems and their games, but we primarily do reviews for mobile apps and games because that's more niche. And I don't really want to compete with, you know, websites like Kotaku and IGN and all those that are like Snap and instantly those things are out. We really can't compete with that right now. So until hopefully we get a lot bigger and we can compete with those. But until then, we're going to focus more on the smaller side of things. And there's, let's be real, there's thousands and thousands of apps and games that come out daily. And nobody can keep up with all that. So we try to tackle a lot of those and give you reviews for the better ones, the more well-known ones, the ones that are going to actually be a good game and entertain you. One of those that came out a couple weeks ago is called Princess Connect Redive. And that is also based off of the anime of the same name. And that game has turned out, after two weeks of playing it, to be absolutely fantastic. It's cute. It's charming. It's a lot of fun. It's like a turn-based RPG kind of game, but 
you're able to actually interact with your characters and you know you, you click the screen for when you want them to do their super attack and then it actually shows like a super attack animation and anime style action scene there's a ton of interactivity with the characters you can you know be all buddy buddy with them and increase your friendship with them or some of them are kind of funny and cutesy and ditzy and all the things of all the dwarves the game itself has just a lot to do and right now they have like a, a raid event which gives you an enormous amount of free stuff and gear i just highly recommend the game it's just a lot of fun and it, it's free it is a gotcha game so it does want you to you know spend money to get those characters but you should get enough summons off the bat where you can get a majority of the characters and then just focus on the ones you like the most and level up. And the great thing is every character in the game is a viable option because you can increase their star levels of any character to, you know, a max of five stars. And the summon characters range from uh, one to three stars, with three being the harder characters to get. But like I said, you can upgrade even one stars to a five star. It'll take a lot of time and effort but it's doable, so you can really make any character great in the game. So that's a lot of fun. I highly recommend checking that game out. That's free for both Android and iOS. Another game coming soon, which you can pre-register for, is League of Legends Wild Rift. And that game looks pretty cool. It's a strategy game, and it's the same IP as League of Legends that you know, uh, with all the characters you love in a small mobile game. We'll be playing that one and reviewing it probably upon release. Currently, we started playing Mobile Legends, which is another game I'd highly recommend, which is kind of like Princess Connect, but more of a, I guess, grown-up vibe to it. It's a little darker, kind of like if World of Warcraft were done in the same style of gacha game. This game seems to have, you know, all the things to do that you'd expect in a gacha game and interact with your characters, raids, dungeons, clans, you name it, missions, uh, upgrading, customizing gear, etc. So as all the things and the characters look great, I love the art. Just remember, all these games are free, but they do have in-game spending. So just watch out for that or be careful. And look forward for any other games and reviews that we might post online or possibly talk in our next podcast. Definitely let me know what you think of this podcast, what I can improve on, maybe things you'd like to hear me talk about in the future. We are a gaming website, so make sure it's video game related. But I guess I could be open to talking about other things like movies and film, anime, etc., if that does tie into, you know, games or whatever we're talking about. And if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening to my spectacular voice and my sarcastic tone in pretty much everything. Thanks again for checking out the podcast and look for more stuff on all video games and news on heatthebox.com. Thanks again for coming on by. See you next time. Bye.